same time. We're also going to add another show on Saturdays at 9 a.m. But this might be risky. Uh, DJ Hampton Stampede, we're in the building. Coming <laughs> here, you have all familiar faces, so we can skip the intros and get right into it. All right, first topic. Did you guys see the gentleman who, uh, I don't, I mean, gentleman, I probably shouldn't use that word, but who killed his his ex-girlfriend and then went and killed his ex-wife? No, I'm not familiar with that story. Okay. So essentially what happened was he was having problems with like child custody and things of that nature. So his, ex, his, his ex-girlfriend was pregnant but she was doing the same thing saying he can't see the kids so on and so forth and then so he shot her in the head and then he went on facebook live and was just talking about how he going through it his job he can't see his kids she was pulling the same stunts and so he killed her he's like he never thought i he said he never thought i'd be that guy and then he's standing outside his ex-wife's house right and he's saying so but my start of this dealing with this type of issue came from the ex-wife so i'm gonna kill her then i'm gonna kill myself he's literally saying this and then literally he's like oh there go my ex-wife right now and then the video cuts off so he ended up killing her and then killing himself after on facebook live well no he turned it off but it's just him like giving like a synopsis of his whole story on facebook live and then he sees her he's like oh there she go right here it was actually in baltimore he was from Baltimore, so, but he so, killed. Uh-huh. So he didn't have any viewers. Uh, like man. so, everybody was like, nobody heard him going through this like rant or. Well, you know, it's a lot of that. I mean, even like, I mean, this might be a not a great example, but how many people watch George Floyd die? You know, what I mean, we our society now is just FaceTime. You just watch. Yeah. Very little do people intervene. Or they might have thought he was bullshit. He looked like a regular Joe Schmo. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, just going through that, I mean, that was a very, I mean, this was horrible, tragic. But in terms of, like, custody with children, why is it always assumed that the women get custody? And should it be that way? That's my question. Why is it assumed that women get custody and should it be that way considering you know the child is technically 50 50. so uh aisha we'll start with you um i don't know i mean you know i do cps so i see this all the time Mm -hmm. i think women are just assumed to be more of the nurturer and me as a mom period like you're not taking my child away from me what if the dad feels the same you're gonna be gonna fight it out in court. I think that's something courts are just favor moms. I don't know why, but more moms stand up and want to take their children opposed to fathers. So I think oftentimes it's assumed as such, and then men are often put in that position where they have to do the fighting and justify, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but why? Why wouldn't it be 50 50 off the bat considering the child is 50 50? Technically, right, based on chromosome. Corey, what you think? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I, you know, I don't have any kids, uh, so I don't have any firsthand experience with this. But you know, I, I think you know the. I don't really see a problem with the mother, um, you know, being given, you know, the, the kids, um, 
a front and a guy having to like prove that he deserves um the kids if he wants to fight for him or whatever um i don't even have a good reason for it though i just feel like women are just better with uh <laughs> taking care of kids overall than men are that might not even be correct but just my experiences and my observations um i, I think women are probably better than men at the job so it makes sense to to give custody to the woman okay okay more um i think that it should be 50 50 100 i have um i mean if you're saying in the court system naturally they would give it to the mom for the you know um sole reason of the women being uh nurturers but as long as a guy comes in and says he wants to be present in that person's life i don't see any reason i i think the way that it is is that it is automatically given 50 50 but i don't know i've never really gone through the court system but if a guy is saying you know i want shared custody usually they do what three day four day to where the dad has the child three days the mother has the child four days or something like that but i don't think that there's ever a case where they're just like no the mother automatically has sole custody if the guy is fighting for them but you could correct me if i'm wrong well there's a fight but oftentimes with that fight comes uh um child support also so that's assumed as well right gentlemen will be paying child support while fighting for custody which seems kind of contrary but if the guy is saying, hey, I want to be a part of this child's life and I want to have 50-50 custody, does it have to be a battle unless the mother's putting up a fight? So I think the question would be whether whether or not the mother is putting up the, the fight to have that 50-50 custody. Mm-hmm. Right. And in that case, when a lot of times when women are putting up the fight to not have 50-50 custody, I can't see any reason why somebody would be against that. Um, I... you you're gonna take your kids like listen i'm only having them this many times you're gonna have them this many times if i'm going on vacation you're going on vacation you seen that yeah. like hamp has literally witnessed myself and my ex-husband we got two different airbnbs we go listen i'm going on vacation i'm not the only worst person that's about to be frustrated at disney world like you're gonna be frustrated like i am that's just the way that's gonna go yeah, I'm not spending all my money. You spending half of your money too. Like that's just the way that it's going to operate, and that's how it's always going to operate. But everybody doesn't see it that way. But a lot of times, that that fight to not do fifty fifty might be because of money. It might be because listen, I want more child support. So if I can prove that I have them, you know, more than than half of the time, then maybe I get uh, more of a stipend for it. That's the only thing that I can think of. But I don't see how that benefits the children in any way. And then other guys just don't want it. They don't want the responsibility more than the, the weekend dads. Caddy? Yeah, I mean, I think um, by default, the, the court does favor mothers. Um, you know, I, I I can't say that it's right, but I, I can say that I understand because, you know, just like Aisha said, you know, um, mothers, again, by mothers by default are considered the nurturers. Like we you know, conceive the kids and uh, we rear them, um, we, we breastfeed them. So like initially the, the, the baby needs us um, holistically. But, uh, you know, I do also know that there are fathers that um, have sole custody of their kids too. Of course they have to go through the court system. Um, and it's not easy to, to prove a mother being unfit. I think it's easier to prove that a father is unfit uh, but it, it does happen. 
but I mean, I, I, I really can't speak, you know, cause again, I don't have kids and, um, I've never gone through the court system. Um, we know that the court system is biased naturally. So it's just a matter of, of the relationship between the mother and the father, if there is one to begin with and, uh, and what's agreed upon and what the court decides is, is fair. Cause I've seen it work so many different ways. Yeah. Okay. Sean, what you feel? Well, um, to answer your question about the assumption of custody comes from a time before us where women were home more. So a man wasn't going to get custody because he had work to do and a woman's responsibility was tied into raising kids on a, uh, on a less homeschool work basis. So women stayed, women stayed home a little bit more and Today, I think that the assumption is carried over. So a lot of dudes just assume I can't get custody or I can't get this. I'm not gonna go to court, I'm not gonna fight it. I'm just gonna let the courts dictate or let the kid's mom dictate the pace or the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been to court. I <laughs> probably won't stop going to court for a while. So I see, you know, a lot of times uh, men don't fight. They don't fight. And I fought for 50-50, physical 50-50, sole custody, and I got that. Um, But what a lot of people don't understand, what I didn't understand either was primary care. So that's where really the child support kicks in is where is the child spending most of his time at between the two parents. And to be honest, a lot of guys don't want to split that time or have the majority of that time just because it comes with that responsibility having a kid all the time or primarily so i think that comes from a different time frame the assumption that women are going to get custody but in reality that's not the case you don't even have to fight for real like you just show up to court and a woman has to prove that you are unfit like caddy said she would have to prove that you are unfit and if you aren't doing anything illegal if you are working if you are you know a generally good person you probably will get 50-50. But a lot of guys don't even go or fight. So they don't even know. So you reference like a time before that also seems to insinuate like when their parents were in the same home, right? But 72% of black children are born out of wedlock, right? And you got to think about law is often reactionary, right? Something happens and then a law is instituted, mm-hmm. right? And so there's assumptions made based on what happened, what it was reacting to, you know? Um, So when I first went for uh, my oldest daughter, right? They were like, yeah, so this is how much you pay. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's here half the time, right? But it was just automatically like, yeah, like this is a thing, right? Because especially when we walk in, they make all these assumptions. And you got to remember the judge is a, I mean, you know, usually, you know, often caucasian right <laughs> and uh right they make their own assumptions they never been through it before and i just think frankly it's bullshit but like poop says if there's no fight then technically it probably won't have to go through that but it's often assumed and it just doesn't make a lot of sense right and nurture versus nature so one you know they pasteurized breast milk you can get breast milk from other people and then formula has more proteins um, and everything than, than that bullshit breast milk that y'all be producing anyway. 
Did you just call what comes from my tape? <laughs> I'm like, am I delayed? You know, I will, I will say this. I did breastfeed all my kids with the sole purpose of expecting them to be like super smart Jimmy Neutron. And I had to pay for fucking tutoring for two of them. I'm like, how the fuck are y'all dumb? Like I breastfed y'all, like, like I breastfed y'all for a year with the purpose of you guys being scholars. Like I'm sending them to Sylvan's. I'm doing like this was supposed to save me this step. So you know, I totally would like, it's a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, I did it because they sold me like, oh, it's so like healthy. And, you know, I wanted to be a good parent, but I tell new moms all the time, fuck that shit, feed your kids <laughs> formula. Word. So, so everybody agrees that it should be 50-50 off the jump, unless somebody is deemed unfit, but it can't be by the word of someone else. No, I disagree. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> really? I, I don't think it should be 50-50. Because um, to be honest, a lot of dudes don't care, don't fight, and aren't and really aren't equipped to do that. I mean, that's... you saying you got to fight for your kids? Yeah. Why? Because of the construct. But what about if we didn't have to do all that, and it's assumed that 50% of that child's time is ours? Oh. I, I mean, I, I've seen it. I sit in court, and I've sit, I sat in court, and I've seen a lot of a lot of dudes just don't show up. So if you're not, and people, you know, us as black men, we kind of afraid of the court system anyway. So we don't want anybody to direct us there and get told what to do or how much to pay or when to pick up and all of that. But to be honest, yeah, you should, you should show up. If it gets down to a legal construct, then yes, you should. Because nowadays it, the assumption is fading a little bit where if you do show up or if you file, like for me, I filed first. Mm. So me filing first gave, I guess, negated the assumption that I was some kind of deadbeat sucker or whatever. But I mean, for every one of me that files, it's a uh, hundred niggas who don't and don't show up. Yeah. I guess my point is why do we have to go through that? If it, I mean, that's only if it comes down to you having to abide by some kind of legal parameters. If you can make a decision outside of court, then y'all get it done. That's 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 the better option. But a lot of times that's not reality. Yeah, and that's a shame. And it's probably because of the, the lack of wedlock, right? Right, okay. there's nothing, nothing intertwining those people but that child. Yeah. You yeah, know. and there's, I mean, there's there's bitterness on both sides too. You know, men are men are a little bit bitter when it comes to women having more time with the kid. Especially if you love your kids, you want to be with your kids just as much as the mom does. You know, so you kind of lose out on that. So you are a little bit bitter, and then in turn, some women are are, are bitter that you get free time away from the kids to do what you want to do. Like you know, Tamora said, like y'all go on vacation and do all that. Like a lot of dudes don't have to worry about consequences of scheduling kids or scheduling mm -hmm. babysitters or somebody to watch kids because they kind of just move when they feel do you feel like kids um oh, i see i feel like what you said is a fact but also i feel like often kids are weaponized like it's not oh, about kids. often it's about the bread it's about the disdain right um and i feel like it can be the kid being used by a weapon you know as a weapon so to speak. Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of moms out there who consider their kids possessions. My, 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 me, me, me is my kid, my kid, my kid. And 
you know, they that's when it turns into weaponizing the kid. Yeah, and, and there are men too who weaponize um their kids too to keep a hold of their baby moms. Um, you know, so it, it, it works both ways, which is why you should be careful who you have kids with because um that that's a lifelong commitment. How do how do men weaponize kids? Um, there are men who uh, prey on certain women who want to keep that level of attachment there. They, um, I'm not going to say they get them pregnant because it takes two. Uh, but you know, after pregnancy, when the child is here, um, let's say for whatever reason, the, the woman doesn't want to be with the, the, the man anymore, but they have a child and the man will say, well, you know, I'm only going to spend time with my kids if we're spending time together as a family, or, um, you know, I'm only gonna, uh, come get the child as long as I know that you're not doing anything while I have the child. Like I, I have a friend that, that it's it's a messy messy situation where you know she has to deal with her baby's father like you know manipulating her in that instance where he's supposed to come you know get his child on the weekends but if he finds out that she has a date he's just like oh i'm not gonna get you know pick up my child so i mean yeah it it can get real nasty that's unfortunate yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there there's a lot of that there's people that you know, I mean, they got to give some some cootie to get to get some pampers or get the baby shoes. That happens. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you want your kid to get picked up? Cheeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's it. Or there's you want to go to work, right? Like that happens. How toxic is that? That's like it's that's just nasty. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Like motherfuckers need to stop having kids. Like Corey said on the last show, he said, "You having you having sex to have an orgasm, right?" Yeah. That's why most people are having sex, and then you get seeded up, and then you want to try to be a fucking parent, and you ain't been trying to be a parent for the last four or five years. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Put him in the fucking bedroom. Get him out of here. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And not equipped to be a parent. No, and right, I that part. it is, but at least it's your mind frame is somewhat there. You can get right. But you in the middle of you just graduated college, you might be getting some money, and then you pop you fuck around and have a kid on accident. You ready to just stop and slow down? I mean, it don't make sense. Yeah, but again, some people are pro-choice. Well, no, not pro-choice, pro-life. And even though they may know that they're not ready to, to have a child, um, they're not also not ready to abort the child so they just kind of deal with it and um figure out a way a, l- a lot of people do i don't think that there's uh you know there are books on parenthood but uh there really isn't a scripture on it like you know there's um every child is different so and every experience of, of parenthood is different so i mean i i give my i tip my hat off to all of you parents who are really out here you know doing a damn thing because i you know, a, a lot of times, especially single individuals who've never experienced a parenthood, they have a lot of judgment and there's just no room to judge because it's, I, I, I know, and I can imagine that it's hard raising kids, so. Fuck you, Same. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, any last thoughts on that? Oh, I have a question, like on, on this topic though. So like talking about, um, the monetary value tied to having kids. So you, when parents split up, 
mm-hmm. and you have two different households <laughs> and let's say the man was the sole breadwinner he was making like well into the six figures um so when the, the family was together um everyone was living nice so now the households are separate the father has a super big house super fancy or whatever the court is saying okay well you have to provide uh the same provisions to maintain the stability of the child even in the mother's home so the child support matches the lifestyle of the father not necessarily the lifestyle of the mother like is that fair like is it is it should it be required that there be stability in the household meaning that uh, whoever is the sole breadwinner who's bringing in the most money, they're required to pay enough child support to create a life, even for the other parent. Like, is that is that a real thing? Like, is Hell that no. No, no, not no. a life for the other parent. No. Well, but I mean, for the child. Yeah. Well, technically, it is for the parent. So, meaning, like, let's say um, a realistic, like alimony, like alimony. Yes, that. Hell yeah. No. But alimony is based on the lifestyle that you've provided over the last X amount of years, usually 10 years or more. So 10 yeah. years is a significant portion. You're not getting alimony of after three years of marriage or five years of marriage. But if you do Al- a good stint, yeah, if you do a good stint and like you've been living this lifestyle, you put this amount of time or you took out, you know, maybe you put your career on hold. You have to start your life out, you know, 10 years later. So you might get alimony for three years, four years, five years till you for you to be able to create a lifestyle for yourself. So it's usually for a short period of time, not forever, unless in some cases it's till you remarry. But I think it's based on the amount of years that you're together. I don't but, think it's fair. <laughs> I, I don't think it's fair. Um, and I say that because if that was the, if that something like that happened to me, then why, why can't I just keep the kid? Yeah. If, well, okay. if, if I have to sponsor a whole other household to bring up to the level what I work for, why can't I just keep the kid? But you can, but most of the time you don't, The in that case, the person that's paying the alimony doesn't want to. You can. What you mean? The same way, for example, like Dwayne Wade took his kids. He's not paying his, his ex-wife alimony. She was on uh, TV with a with a sign. I think with, he was, though. He has, until she, until he t- had custody of the kids. So he was paying her for a certain period of time, but after he had custody of the kids and whatever their divorce agreement was ended, he no longer had to contribute to whatever her lifestyle was. It's not that he wasn't there to support her, especially if he had custody of the children. So I don't, I don't know. I think if you ask somebody who was paying alimony and child support, if they could just keep the kid and pay neither, they probably just keep the kid. No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you would pay both of those but amounts and then because you're paying for convenience, like you said, men want to be able to work x amount of hours of overtime. They want to be able to do what I mean, not in all cases, but in in most cases, that's what it is. That means that I can't work as much. That means that I have to be home more. That means that I can't work past a certain amount of time because I got to go to soccer practice. I have to go to football practice. I got to go to PTO. I have to do all the things that normally the other parent would do. Now they would be splitting it, but they're the primary, as you said, in the other case, they're the primary provider. And and when that comes in, do, are they willing to give up their freedoms? And they're not. But in terms of the question though, right? 
like does that make sense to maintain the lifestyle of another after like the separation right. not of an adult no no absolutely not because dr dre i you know i pray for that man every day right <laughs> like that shit is crazy like what, what? i think he'd be all right though yeah, yeah. Part, it just, you know, it, it's just weird, man. Like, it's not. First of all, it's not anything that we could understand because we don't have that kind of money. But at the same time, how many years were they together? Twenty. Yeah, that's a lifetime. What and it wasn't mean? like she. It wasn't. It wasn't like she was a bum that was just. You know, she. She had a life. She had a career. Be you know before. She was an attorney, or I can't remember what she was. And she was she an attorney. Something. She was an attorney. But she can't attorney no more. Right. No, she can, and she's and she. <laughs> I, I'm sure that she does. But what I'm saying is that you're giving up a life. You give 20 years is a long period of time. Yeah, but nobody asked her to give up her life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you are. When you have a when you live in that kind of when you're living that kind of lifestyle, you are being asked to give up your life. You, you, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can you can you can absolutely depending on the dynamics. Yeah, you're talking about a person with freedoms and you choosing to make the we should all have freedoms. Right. But you don't you don't always that's not always the case in a relationship. It's easier said than done. Well, it's, it's really easier easy. said than done. I'm gonna always have my freedoms. <laughs> You're also a male. But the thing is, like they had they had a prenup. So they had a prenup and she tried to void the whole prenup. And I'm just like, well, that's the point of a prenup. So that way you can't void, <laughs> you know, whatever was agreed to when you know it comes down to a divorce. So um to me, sometimes I do feel like as women, we do compromise ourselves in a sense where we attach ourselves to our significant others and we take on their life and their lifestyle. And then when shit hits the fan, we want to be compensated for that um, because we feel like we're at a loss. But but is that fair? So that's what I'm saying. And so for me, Dr. Dre, like he created his businesses. He created his empire. Not to say that she didn't support him and she she didn't help him in that and that she's owed something. But is she owed half? Is she no, owed nothing? She ain't helping but nothing. I guess it's talking about? I mean, marriage uh, marriage is a business deal. You have a business. It's the business partner that you happen to have sex with and sometimes have kids with. Marriage is a business deal. Anything outside of that, stay boyfriend and girlfriend. You're tying into your, once you get married, it's a business. People get married for the sake of life insurance. People get married for the sake of medical insurance. They get, because, you know, if you die, I want to make sure that I'm taken care of. For what reason? It's a business deal. So just like any other business, when you when you pull out and look like, I don't want to be a part of this business anymore, you go to the partner and say, you got to buy me out. That's the way well, that works. But that's, that's the whole purpose of the prenup. Again, like the prenup is a business contract saying, okay, as we enter into this business, this is what's going to be. Unless you breach the contract in some kind of way. No, that's that's a contingency that's written into the contract. I'm pretty sure they said if, if there's infidelity. Right. So there was, so I'm assuming, I mean, she had a settlement. So there must have been, I don't know the details of this uh, specific incident, but I'm assuming that there was some some things that were broken, right? There was probably some contingency items or there was some things that weren't followed, which is why she was paid out because there was a prenup involved. Yeah. As well, you're saying, I mean, I don't know the story and it's full, yeah. but besides well, that she got paid. 
also with prenups right so there's just a couple parameters that people don't follow that they need to follow for instance if you have a prenup but you have the same lawyer right mm. that there's a bias there right and so now yeah. you're going to the judge judges a person they could say okay well this is your lawyer right that managed both of you through this process it's biased therefore i can throw it out or if somebody signs something under duress right they could say i was pressured into signing it or let's say she signed it a day before the wedding and she didn't know about it until a day before the wedding now it's saying they didn't have enough time to vet this contract and they were pressured and forced it to there being the biggest day of their life right so there's a lot of ways people can kind of you know you know so and again judges they they do that type of shit you know mm -hmm. they think one way or or he just got burnt on his prenup you know it's it just a host of things that could happen mm -hmm. yeah you know and the law is supposed to be black and white but it's often gray mm -hmm. you know? but one thing poop said is i disagree with is the partnership thing right that's the reason why men in, in these situations are happening it's not really a partnership or at least i don't think it should be I think somebody gotta be in charge. And if men ain't being in charge of these, these relationships and these marriages, you get shit like this. Um, so you can be in charge. There's a president and a vice president, but still doesn't make us not partners. No, we ain't partners. You know, it might not have equal, we may not have equal partnership, but there's a partnership and I'm going not to be paid out for my portion. And if we're not equal, look at this, watch this shit. This don't look like no partner, look at my hands. This one is on top and this one is on top. <laughs> see that mm -hmm. it's a good image right so i don't know i think it should be a benevolent that's the key word dictatorship what <laughs> yeah i'm just saying anything oh but, but hold on you got to know the definitions because what is benevolent right right and it's a dictatorship but what does that also mean you love your woman you'll die for her you'll protect her you'll provide for her right but anything in my house that affects our our lifestyle and livelihood, you got we have to make those decisions because they come with the most risk and repercussion. I think only a man with big money can talk like that. Like what? Like a dictatorship, all the other stuff. Like if you can't provide for a household, you can't make rules for no household. Knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> the word benevolent, she just crossed that out. But <laughs> right on the top, and that's why I made that point like that. But why so does the, money have anything to do with it? That's a good question. Because you ain't got no power if you ain't got no money. Yeah, part of the premise of what he just said was provide. So if you're yes. able to provide, why do you have to be big, big Willie? Well, that means you have money. You can provide. You gotta be Willie at least. No, not necessarily. You gotta be Willie. You can't be Bill. Like no, right. you gonna have to. You have to be uh, Willie. You don't. You don't have. If you can provide, you can provide in Greensboro, North Carolina, with a single family home and take care of your family. So you what? Provide. What's your definition of like? So providing isn't fifty fifty. Meaning, if right. I'm paying fifty percent of the bills, if you paying fifty percent, we in a whole partnership. partnership. You're not about to tell me. I'm not disagreeing that with that. Partnership. Right. I'm not disagreeing with that. But if he's using the term "provide," meaning a man provides for his family, for his house, and if if he's using that term in financial reason, then you're paying the majority. So. Oh, 
so real, real quick <laughs> next this was literally the next topic somebody must have tapped into my emails or something isha you hacked my shit <laughs> <laughs> so if if the man is not the the breadwinner does he still take the mantle can he still be in charge so we already got some opinions isha said hell no no, no, he can't tell me what to do. We're, no, you said it's not a partnership. It's a partnership if you can't provide. If I got to share the expenses with you, we are in a partnership. Okay, so what if it's 80-20? 80-20, uh, the woman? No, the man's paying 80%. Just on Isha's, Isha's uh, oh, premise. Oh, okay, okay. Then he yeah. can carry the mantle. Okay, now, but if it's 60 40, that's too close. That's too, that's too damn close. No. That's my right oh, that's, that's, that's one, that's, that's one week of no overtime. Like, that's no, <laughs> on, on a 60 40, you get to talk first. That's it. You ain't making no words, you just get to talk no, first. first. You get to talk first, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, what about 70 30? I still got an opinion on the decisions in these house. Oh yeah, the opinion matters yeah, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. But you don't press the button. Right? But you, I, your I first of all would always want the guy to press the button. Like I don't ever want to be in a scenario to where I have to lead my house. I just don't want to. And I've had this argument with with other women and they're like, "Well, I want to be, you know, I want to have a say and I want to be I don't ever want to come home. I go to work and I'm in charge." I'm in charge of my kids. I'm in charge, you know, anytime that I'm outside of the house on my own, I have to protect myself, you know, outside of the company of a man. I'm always in charge. I don't want to have to come home and tell a man what to do. If I have to do that, it's very frustrating and it creates resentment. I don't want to have to tell him, hey, you know, you got to do X, Y, and Z today. You know, we got to do this. All right, I'm going to make this decision for us. If I have to do that, what is the point of him being there? <laughs> What is the I, point of him being there? If if he has to do that for you, what's the point of you being there? <laughs> <laughs> Why does one have to tell the I'm just saying it both ways. It doesn't it does yeah. I mean if, if listen, Corey, you're giving me listen. <laughs> what I'm giving I understand you, you just giving me like you like your um your your legs behind your head and everybody has their yeah. own their, their own thing everybody has their own thing I'm just saying for me so whoever comes into my life this is what I like most men want or some men like that if that's not their thing then that's okay keep it moving if you want a woman that's gonna split 50-50 with you then you find that it seems like you found your queen and y'all do that together yeah, but I'm like saying that. for me in my household not saying that I'm not going to contribute. I just don't want to be the leader of my house. I just don't want to. But not that I don't want to make decisions. Not that my the leader, if you don't want to be the leader, then don't be the leader. But the financial that's, contribution. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not talking about financial contribution. I said leadership outside right. of the conversation. So I know the original conversation was about finances. Well, what does leadership <laughs> look like? Like I, I'm confused. Like what does leadership in a, in a relationship? like mean or look like mm -hmm. so if you have if you're so you come together and you like let me see a good example 
let's say for example life insurance policy hey you're going to talk about that together but you somebody has to pull the trigger on whatever that final decision is i just think i want my partner to be able to be like you know what i want my partner to be able to have something to contribute and be able to say you know we're going to make i'm going to make this final decision for us we're going to talk about it we're going to brainstorm together but you know what i'm going to make the final decision that's what i like personally other people don't like it i'm speaking for myself yeah, I want yeah. my partner to make I, I, that final decision. I do think that it's a personal preference because that would never work for me. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, um, said, unless you make seventy five percent of the money, that's the only way you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seventy five percent of money, you can't do that for her. There's just no way because I, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on men to 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 know and do it all and i'm like why you know men are not monolithic women are not monolithic we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses so when we come together i'm gonna see what your strengths are you're gonna see what my strengths are and then we're gonna use that in framing the dynamics of our relationship so if i'm more financially savvy then i will take a hold of the fi uh the finances and manage that that doesn't mean that i make more that just means that i know how to manage money better now if my partner which she does like she knows how to fix shit so she fixes all the shit in the house you know and and so it's it's to me it's more so about compromise than it is about leading i don't need nobody to have the final say on anything but that may be why i'm with a woman now <laughs> so, right but it does I, gotta, when, I, I agree with I you 100 on the oh, i'm sorry go ahead no i was gonna say i, I have a question um i think Caddy and Isha may disagree with you a little bit more. So my question may be for them. If you are choosing somebody to be with for the rest of your life, you're then telling that person you have to make a certain amount of money to have creative control in the household. Like mm -hmm. my, my, I'm just confused as to why there's a financial burden based on household decisions from a person you've decided to be with forever. So when Hamp said dictatorship, that means I don't have no say. He's just going to make all the rules. And my opinion doesn't matter. I can't do that. I'm going to speak my mind. I, that doesn't mean I'm not opposed to a man making a final decision with my input. Yeah, so dictators have consultants. I mean, it's not... Oh my God, Hamp, if you don't cut it out, bro. <laughs> I think the word dictatorship is a little over the top. No, it's right on. It's right on top. It's right where it's supposed to be. It's right on top. <laughs> Everybody has a consultant, right? Well, then, and if I'm his consultant, we're in another partnership. Yeah. I'm just always, I'm just always confused as how women make this argument for the person that's supposed to be with for the rest of their life, but refuse to relinquish control. Yeah. Why I didn't say that? I wouldn't relinquish control, but well, why no does there have to be control though? Like, like, why does does control have to be given to a person in a relationship? That's just weird. It's a con. It's a contract. It's not. It's not but weird it's, though. It's, it's not. But men weird. also give up control as well in certain areas. I think it just depends on what it is. And I think you made a great point. Now, if I if I have a strength, like whatever your strength is, if I know you can't do math and I know that you're bad with money, I'm not going to put you in in in, in charge of our finances, right? Like if you have a gambling habit and I work in finance, I'm going to take control of the bills. We just know that that's just the way that it's going to be, and we're not talking about those scenarios. But just there's certain things where leadership is required where I just feel like it, it's almost a safety thing. It's not even about, it's not even about um, 
because you're both you're still both giving your input it's almost just i don't know it just feels like a safety thing in my experience yeah i just i i can't see i can't see the leadership construct um absent of the the financial aspect so meaning in 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 your scenario um tomorrow like if your husband um does not is not financially savvy has a gambling problem um what decisions is he making for the household that that are smart if he's unable to make smart decisions on his own behalf because he has a gambling addiction so to me that means i need to make all of the decisions especially as it relates to the bills in the household um whether it's life insurance policies whether it's you know just the the regular household bills or whether it's just what we buy on a day-to-day basis because you don't know how to manage money so to me i i do feel that that it's important to have a a partner or a husband or a wife or whomever that under that's that has the same values put it that way so to me it's it's about a value system more so than um a leadership or or dictatorship because to me those two can go awry real fast um yeah those two can just go bad really fast yeah and caddy i think on that point is that's the problem is right so you got really let's say hypothetical right uh, you got really, really pretty women, right? Attractive women. Oftentimes, the leash is longer. They can get away with more. They get more things for free, right? Man got a lot of money. Women put up with more shit, right? So on and so forth. And that's the problem. You marry in pockets. You need to marry a leader, right? So if you marry a leader, you won't. You shouldn't be dealing with him gambling. So he burning up the 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 the, the mortgage payment right mm-hmm. but that's the problem right that's why i don't know if women even know what good men look like right mm-hmm. if the bag ain't big enough he get dismissed and now he can't run his house put him in the fucking bedroom get him out of here <laughs> yeah well i mean that's to me i don't care as much um about how much someone makes as far as like you know um what they're bringing to the table financially what I do care about is their financial management system and process. So you can make all the money in the world, but if you don't know how to manage your finances, you're still poor. <laughs> so 100%. Um, yeah. So to me, that that's what's what's most important. And, and for a man to be able to have an understanding of financial management, um, whether he's making 30, 40, 50 K a year, whatever, or 150, 200 K a year, as long as he knows how to move with money, that's all I care about. Absent of you know how much he's bringing home. So you don't you don't believe that there's any there's any other decisions it's made in the household that aren't financially based. Oh, Wait, say that say that again. You don't think there's any decisions made in the household that aren't financially based like nothing else oh yeah i mean there, there's a lot of decisions uh you know decisions uh, you know about kids um what to do in the household um vacations or whatever but the thing is though finances drive a lot of the miscommunication issues in relationships which is why like I, i'm focused on it because there's typically a financial piece uh attached to miscommunications and issues within relationships and the construct of, of marriages. Um, so I think that's typically the underlining basis of a lot of issues. Maybe, uh, potentially, of course. But I mean, I, I think there's a lot of things that go on in a household that really don't have a lot to do with finances that if you're 
if you're using finances as like a control mechanism, yeah. then it'd be difficult for you to relinquish any other control for any other subject, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're, even if your finances if are on point and everybody's managing everything well, but you feel like your partner's spending too much time away during an activity, out at brunches or out whatever, that's still a, a control decision. Like, hey, you, you've been hitting the mimosas a little too hard. You need to slow up. And that may not have a financial uh, a ramification to it. Just like, I need to rein you in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So and, in that in that situation, so so where does that fall in in the scheme of things? So meaning in a dictatorship, if you're the one drinking all the mimosas <laughs> and you're the man, mm-hmm. so can I say as a woman, you need to slow down on the mimosas, or are you going to say, "Listen, bitch, I'm a dictator. You sit your ass down and wait till I have to drink my ass alone." Well, well, to be honest, to be honest, in that scenario, of course your opinion is is heard, right? But if it doesn't affect anything. A man won't look at it the same way. If it's if it's not affecting how I come home and f- f- finish my to do list, or how I treat you at the end of the day, or or the kids, or if I'm not getting up and going to work, if it doesn't affect anything, it'd be difficult for a dictator to be able to change that, right? Because it so doesn't have. So in that scenario, same- does that same leniency apply to the woman spouse or to the spouse? No, no. Oh, yeah, okay. tripping. Well, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in the, in the scenario of a dictator. In the scenario of a dictator, no. Thanks no. for the clarification. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not. That's I'm a not you're not on equal footing. Yeah. You're not on equal footing. So no, I don't think that it, it applies to your spouse in the same regard. Yeah. Because it's a dictatorship, a benevolent dictatorship. <laughs> Very important. I mean, people like to just dismiss it. But president, vice president, they're not, I mean, it's, it's just not the same. Not equal. Yeah. But um, the good thing about benevolence is that if, you know, your person is feeling some type of way about something, because you are a benevolent leader, yes. you will address and adhere. <laughs> and here, well, you consider. Oh yeah. hell! <laughs> <laughs> what comes from it comes from it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Isha, we good? We straight? You all right we with good. that? Okay, you know, get you one of them. Right. <laughs> Don't worry so much about his pocket, man. If he growing, you know what I mean. But he understands the path. You might want to give him a chance. But growing at what? Like at what age do you stop? You should already be grown. Like, what age do you should you be grown? I mean, people should constantly grow. We get that, so don't throw that in there. Don't yeah, throw that in. There. Learn, once you, we stop. understand that people grow will grow until death. We understand that. But what age should you have substantial growth? I mean, men hit their financial stride at 40, 45, 50. So, I mean, what? Yeah, what is it? You just dismissed the lawyer last week because he had a kid and his wife kicked the bucket. No, and I feel like he might have watched the podcast because he just hit me yesterday, and I was like, "Oh!" Dude. <laughs> and I'm like, he hit me with the happy holidays. I said, "Oh shit!" Oh, oh. But, no, it was. Yeah, it's not just about being. It's about time. So if you're an attorney, you have three other businesses going, and you have two small kids. Ain't enough time. I'm a family person, so that means there's not enough time. I don't yeah. listen. I'm not about to be 
just showing up that that doesn't work for me yeah late night especially with no little kids that ain't that ain't happening yeah okay i don't mind the kids but mm, mm. (laughs) so final thoughts uh on can men still lead and take the mantle even if their funds are not with you know up to par it's not even about the funds, Ham. You said uh, that dictatorship. Uh. You're not going to tell me what to do and not be able to have money to back all that mouth up. I'm sorry. I got an opinion. So like, if I lose my job, then, then not you the leader. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I, want my, I want my house clean when I get if home. I lose my I want job, you to have to make a sandwich or two. <laughs> if I lose my job when I wake up tomorrow, you the leader. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? That would be like crazy. That would be like a two week grace. <laughs> Ain't no two weeks. That next morning, the next morning, six a.m. I'm be like, make some breakfast. <laughs> Damn, no grace period. None. <laughs> no, we don't get no grace period. <laughs> I think you get a grace, especially if you have money saved. That means you could still, you know. Yeah. But if you sit around, you unshaved. You over there, you know, same sweatpants. But you want to know what to like a lot of men claim that they want to be the leader of the household. Um, they want to be the man the of the household, but they exactly they don't have the skills. Um, they're not mature enough. Um, they are not ready. So yeah. don't don't um, sign up for something that you're not prepared for. You need to go take an exam somewhere because um, you're still in the yes. testing phase. Where you are you know? supposed to learn that skill at if you don't? I don't your know. I can't really get in. Your parents, your your family dynamic, like that's important. I now like vet. So what's your relationship with your parents? Oh yeah, that's what kind of family. So like if you come from, listen, if it was just you and your mom, what was that situation like? Because I'm going to cross you off. Well, you got to be able to have on a job training at some point. Yes, you that too, you know, like, did you have mentors? Did you have, you know, who was in your life? Because a lot of times people want these positions that they're just not qualified for. Yeah. Um, And, and I think that a lot of women would be fine with allowing men to lead if they had the skills to do so, but nobody's going to just lead or, or, or follow somebody blindly. That, that, the, see the verbs that get me allow. Ain't no woman allowing me to, to lead. That's not a thing. Okay, right. but Ain't you know, man, leaders just lead over here. Leaders man. will just lead. Leaders just lead. There's no exactly. Leaders just lead. There's no allowing it. You don't need permission to do something that you naturally have the skill to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're asking, oh well, I need to lead. You need to do X, Y, and Z, but you have no skills to do so. I can't follow somebody blindly that doesn't have the skills to do that. Are we afforded the opportunity? The Arab man don't go through that struggle. The East Indian because man. he leads. Because he leads, he comes here and, and hey, in women two are- weeks he got two two uh, bodegas open. They governments, they governments invested in them, but they women trust them to lead. They women are already already in order. They already understand the dynamic. We gotta show and prove and teach y'all and see I could do it too. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't have dad and so on and so forth, I mean we gotta go through a lot of bullshit. <laughs> just to get where we are supposed to be. I mean, you're only going through what they should also go through too. So you, you talking about right. a cultural construct. You're talking about a cultural construct that 
it does not apply to black people given so our history huh it's broken right That's yeah why. yeah it's it's absolutely yeah. broken but it's it's broken, it broken in multiple is it yeah. broken do they yeah. family stay together forever huh do they family stay together forever Ooh, i mean uh, well yes. yeah yes. by choice yes. 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 Right. Not necessarily by choice. Not by choice. You're talking. You're also talking about women that have been circumcised. So I mean, listen. If I have no sensation, I mean, just do whatever. You know what? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, I don't care. Listen. That's not fair. You just compared us to those women. Women that have go through circumcision at 13 years old. No, that's not. That's not Muslim culture. That's not in Islam, so no, that's not a thing. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying their their family structures, even when they get here, their family structures were in place before they put up the bodega, before they bought the Seven Eleven, before they did any of that. Yeah, but but it also just because it's in place doesn't mean that it's a healthy structure. So I mean, again, what we're talking about is is what should be what should be considered healthy. Meaning, well, how, how can you see, how can you consider it unhealthy? No, what what I'm saying is it does not mean that it's it's healthy. So I'm not saying that it's unhealthy. I'm saying it just because they're together, just because they have that hierarchy, um, hierarchy structure built in, um, doesn't mean that it's it's healthy. And so, as it relates to Black people and in, in our relationships, I do think that you have to qualify and be qualified uh, as a leader, as a man, to lead a woman. You know, like I'm not gonna allow you to dictate or tell me what should or should not happen in our household if based off of your past, you have failed miserably. Then I would be a fool to allow you to to, to lead me into hell. Like it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that that's fair, right? But I wasn't saying I said I'm not mad at that. That makes sense. That does make sense. But see, with them, how do you measure success? The longevity, the continuity of those relationships, mm-hmm. they're all in the same construct and it seems to be working. Cause like Poop said, they come over here and get the 7-Eleven and Bodega in the corner store, in the gas station, right? And it's already in place. So based on that, wouldn't you deem it successful? No, again, no. Uh, you know, uh, 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 looks can be deceiving. We don't know, we're not in those mm-hmm. um, relationships, so we can't speak on it. Only thing we can speak on is what we feel would be healthy for us. So to me, that's that's what's most relative and what we should be focusing on. And to me, um, as a man, if you are wanting to lead a household, you have to prove to the woman that you're capable of leading a household by demonstrated activities. And if you're mm-hmm. unable to demonstrate your leadership capabilities, then by no means am I um, you know, obliged to have you lead me or our kids. Like it, yeah, it just it just doesn't make any sense. That's a that's a tall task to ask of someone when you don't really have the context of their previous relationships, though. So you can look you can look at a man's past and say, oh, I don't I haven't seen you do this X, Y, Z, checkbox, checkbox, but you really don't have any context of what happened to that man from his upbringing until his previous relationship. So if that's the criteria or prerequisite, then that's that's not a failure. That's not a system of success. That's. That comes that yeah. comes with time though. That comes through dating. So meaning as we're dating, 
I'm seeing how you're managing your finances. I'm seeing how you manage your single household. And I'm going to use that as my prerequisite in determining whether or not you're capable of leading me in our future household. So it's the same thing. Like I'm, I'm feeling you out. You're feeling me out to see if I would be a fit mother, if I would be a fit spouse. Like we're all testing each other out. Like as we're going through the, you know, the dating process. Um, I'm yeah. just saying that, you know, as we're going through this process, let's not be blind to the red flags that are there. Meaning you could say, I'm going to lead you uh, to the gates of heaven. But if you're showing me nothing but hell, <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, well, that, well, that's 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 not something you should be with anyway. No, you're right. <laughs> you know right. But I think I think to your point, Styles, that it is unfair to put expectations on people that don't have the skills to do so. And like you know, and I've learned that from experience of putting expectations on a man that you know would give me whatever I asked for, but sometimes he he just did not have the skills to do some of the things that I required. Right? Like I need you to do these manly tasks and because he just didn't have the skills to do so it, it it just wasn't a match it doesn't mean that he wasn't a good person but you like you said you have to vet people or sometimes you might at the time when you meet them you might grow out of you know depending on how early you are in the relationship you might just grow out of that space yeah but then right? I mean, like and he can buy those services right you said he can send triple a well, that's AAA, right? But what about protection, right? Like if you're walking down the street and he just doesn't have the skill to be like, or, or not the skill, but it's just, na it's not natural for him to be protective of women, for example. Mm -hmm. Like if he's used to seeing women in leadership roles, like, oh, you got that. Somebody comes up, you know, somebody comes up to the woman like, hey, da, da, da. like, oh, you could handle that conversation. Right. It's not it's not natural for him to come and protect that woman. If that's not what I like in a man, is it fair for me to be like, why didn't you do X, Y and Z? Or do I need to accept him for who he is? That's, that's I mean, yeah, I mean, you you accept um, you have you to accept, accept people for who on. they are and you have to find somebody who matches what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't put false expectations on men. But we do it all the time because it's the we man do. that we want. Right. Or so, right. you know, I, I think women, we do it a lot more than men do. Men see women for exactly who we are typically. Mm -hmm. And women, we see men for the potential that's there. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, we do it all the time. We say, oh, well, if he's not this, then I'm not going to, you know, date him. But if he look good and if he got, he if he has the financial means, we'll give right. him a lot more opportunity, opportunity than we would get yeah someone else. and what happens is a lot of times is not that they're bad men but they end up with women that they're just not equally yoked with yeah and so these good men sometimes get ruined you know what i mean because they're beaten down with these expectations that they just can't fulfill yeah. for the woman that they're with right so they're trying and they're trying and they're trying to make this woman so happy for something for, with skills that they don't have Mm -hmm. Right. Go find somebody that's accept that that's happy with the little bit of skills that you have. Somebody might said a little bit that. of skills. <laughs> right. You might go find a woman that's a leader. Right. Go find a woman that wants to be in charge, that wants to boss you around. And that might be a better match for you. But like a woman like myself who's looking for somebody to lead, I don't need to be with somebody that doesn't want to be a leader and beat yeah. this man up. That's not fair to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Go find you a woman that's going to lead you. I'm going to find a man that leads me. And that's how that works. But then what happens is these people stay in these relationships and they just get beat down, right? Yeah. Women tear men up. 
Yeah. Women tear men up. Yeah. Damn. I concur. Right. <laughs> Damn, interesting. All right. It's late, but I gotta add, I gotta do this last topic, right? Um we can extend it to relationships, just like general relationships or regular relationships, but marriage especially. Should a woman or the man, but should a woman ever withhold sex from her spouse? Ever. Ever, 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 ever. I don't think so. Or vice versa. Yeah. Vice versa. Mm -hmm. So did you ever withhold sex from your spouse? What does withhold mean? Yeah. Like if if, if I'm not in the mood? Yes, if you're not in the mood. Y'all know what withhold means. No, 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 no. No, not being in the mood. I mean, it's different than... Yeah, not in the mood. I'm not saying you you on your 28-day thing, right? But like, yeah, whatever, whatever, withhold. That's it. Point blank. Like, should a and and a lot of times it's not usually men trying not to have sex. There's there's anecdotal experience. We understand that, but usually it's not men withholding sex. So, should really it's women, honestly, (laughs) withhold sex from from their relationship. Of course, there's outliers, right? But I'm just saying, you know, it's always like a prize, right? You made me feel bad, no. You made me feel good, yes. Should yeah. sex be withheld, especially in marriage. But if you want to extend a relationship, we can do that too. Uh, Furious Styles, what you think? <laughs> That's why you should have uh, Yes. <laughs> yes? Yes. Yes. Um, and I, I can't. <laughs> Please, this might be capping like a motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, for real. I mean, so you mean to tell me there's no uh, consequence for anything you do inside of your marriage that dictates you denying sex to your partner? There's no consequence? Of course there is. Of course there is. So the consequence is tied to sex. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there there is something. Like there's no. You can't just be a fuck up in your marriage and expect yeah. your wife or expect your husband to give it give it to you whenever you want it. You can take your cap off. I know. <laughs> Billy B is back. <laughs> <laughs> You can Corey. take a cap off. If we operate with no consequences, hey, I, I, I'm on the same page as Sean, man. I don't Wait, think, Corey, uh, did you just grab an ice pack? I, I already had one in my hand. Corey's already with punishment. He's going through it right now. Exactly. He grabbed the ice pack. Oh, no. Ain't no way. Ain't no but, way, man. You yeah, can do whatever you want to do to no consequence. Yeah, and I feel like people don't always have to be like in the mood. They don't have to feel like it just because you in the mood don't mean the other person got to be in the mood. They could be like, "No, nah, right. I'm it right now." Well, that's not really denial. That's 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 not withholding. That's just you know, ain't nobody gonna always be in the mood. I understand that. Right. But to make it a point to say no, like you can't. Nah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if, I, if I'm upset with you, I don't have to. You know. 
I ain't gotta sleep with you, vice versa. Yeah, I don't see, I don't think it's a problem. Okay. Are you sure? In a marriage, I think I think it's my duty to have sex with my husband when he wants it. Okay. <laughs> In a marriage. In a marriage, yeah. I agree. That's what I'm talking about, Aisha. Give her another uh Caddy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what you think? Yeah, I'm I'm nobody's possession. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So if I if I'm not feeling it, it, it's not happening. If if I'm not feeling it, um, or if something happened, if you did something um that bothered me. But then you want to hit me up later and be like, "Hey, let's 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 cut these sheets." No, we're not about to do nothing because I won't even be able to like my body won't even be able to respond. So, no, I'm not about to lay there and allow you to violate me. Oh my god! And, yeah, and I don't want I don't want pity sex. Right, right. and you shouldn't want exactly. I don't want pity sex. Yeah, it's not gonna be exciting. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Maybe not pity sex, but that anger sex is good. So. Oh, yeah. that's that's different though. Yeah, that's different. That's, that's, that's different. Very different. Oh, now it's different. That's the same shit. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because yeah. that, that angry sex is almost like apology sex. So. Well, that's yeah. what it comes into, and that's why. Well, okay. Poop, not what always. You, what you think about the question? About withholding. Um, and a manipulate like if you're trying to manipulate someone like you didn't do x y and z so i'm not going to like i don't think that's fair um if you made me like upset not just okay so if you made me angry i could still have sex with you if you hurt me to where i'm sad like i'm not doing that because it's the like cat said like i'm not gonna like it's it's you don't want me just laying there anyway like Okay. Even if right. you on the bottom, you still got you still got to do some work. Nobody yeah. wants, you know what I mean. You just true. can't be. All right. Well, I, <laughs> you also have an ice pack, so you it, it's clear that you're just gonna that's take what you can get. You had the ice pack. Now you're hey, trying to put well, it on. If you're on the bottom, you're not doing nothing. You're not doing no work. Stop it. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. New Married. <laughs> I got four kids. Okay? I'm, I'm so, new married, but I'm old in the game. So, all right. So, people saying like you hurt my feelings. I don't even know if people trying to have sex at that juncture, but all that I'm tired shit, not today shit. I don't feel like uh, that. Can't. I mean, because if even if you're tired, you could just you know, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You can still do a little something. You ain't. You don't have to put a lot of work in, but you could just. You, can, you can still make something happen. Yeah, you could definitely make something shake. I don't feel like anybody should be saying no. Obviously, you know, maybe drastic situations where somebody hurts you or things of that nature. But yeah. you know, people saying no too much that leads to other things, right? Yeah. Fornication comes from that also in terms of adultery and things of that nature. Or people stepping out if you're not in a polygamous relationship. Like, I just feel like you want to protect against all things, especially the PC of partners. So if you keep on saying no, I mean, what does that lead to? 
Yeah, but there, there, there could be a number of reasons why people say no. Because men say no, too. It, it could be, um, you know, a, 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 an emotional detachment from the relationship. It can be stress from kids, stress from work. It could be um, depression. It could be a number of things. So I think it, what's important is to communicate around the reason why you don't want to have, you know, sex. And if it's a valid or fair reason, then your partner should understand that. Um, if it's not a valid reason and if it's because of manipulation, oh, because you didn't cut the grass, I'm, you know, I'm not right. getting no cutting tonight, then, then that's a that's a problem. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, um, sex uh, shouldn't be used um, as a tool or a means to like guide a relationship in a sense. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's the autumn reasons start to sound like bullshit, though. <laughs> I think with women, it gets a little tricky because there's so much that's tied into. Yeah. There's so much that's tied into it, like you know, the wind blows. You know, what I mean, y'all ready to go. So, but it doesn't happen the same way for us. So there's so much that's tied into it. Like, you know, if I'm like, like Kat said, like if there's depression that, that that's going on, or if I'm, I mean, I don't experience this, but if like you're off your cycle, if there's, there's a ton of different reasons that you just cannot be into it, but then you have to work, work that out together. There needs to be some type of conversation other than just saying no and not explaining why you're saying no. Cause then for the man, I mean, I'm not a guy, but I would assume that would feel like rejection. And so I would assume that if my partner starts feeling reject, uh, rejected, the lady that serves the potatoes at at work starts looking real sexy. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, now you knocking down the lady in the, in the janitor closet that happens because the re- the rejection feels worse so they just take anything mm-hmm. but you have to be able to communicate like this isn't rejection it's not because i don't want you it's right. because x y and z is going on and i think that's what doesn't happen it's just like no i don't feel like it right instead of saying like no i don't feel like it because whatever else is going on yeah i'm just saying you see how when we were talking about the last topic topic I said benevolent dictator. Isha totally muted the benevolent part. <laughs> right. And that's the same thing that happened. You keep us giving us these spills at a point. That shit just sound like um like like what's that cartoon where they be just like making noise and but they can understand. Yeah, yeah like that shit all the time. So yeah. I just think it's I mean, you gotta get creative. You gotta just do some stuff just Sometimes we just gotta push through, even if it's with an attitude, a little, you know, oh, a, little olive, a little Olive Garden, a little, <laughs> little Parmesan, a little. You gotta do something. <laughs> you gonna have to push through. But it sounds like know, a job. It, it is. It, it, it very much is. Certain oh, things aren't called no. jobs for no reason. It is a job. Marriage, marriage is you it's have, a job. Especially if you if you are in a monogamous right, which our country by and large is you all these no's you don't got too many of those there's no other option so you have to push through some of that shit that you feeling you gotta push through <laughs> look we ain't always up to snuff you know what I mean sometimes we don't feel like giving out a plus but you gotta give out something <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it should be it should be understood if you if you not feeling it like I don't know that's yeah, I just I I couldn't I couldn't see it. 
Because I'm going to just be looking at you on the bottom like. Make a few noises, hurry the things along and just. Yeah. If you quiet, it's gonna last longer. Just make a few noises. If you quiet, it's gonna last longer. Make a few noises. That's true. That's why I said on the bottom, they don't put in no work. Make a few noises, hurry to show up. That's it. Don't be in there quiet. You're gonna be in there a long time. Now you're making it harder for yourself. Now you're making it harder for yourself. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy, but like it's like like we said about the marriage contract, like it truly is that, and you yeah. signed up for that, and you mm-hmm. signed up with that person. No, yeah, I agree. You can't ex- you can't expect somebody to be with you forever, only with you. And there's weeks that go by. You know, I've talked to married people, and they're like, yeah, you know, I always had a thing in my marriage. Listen, if if three weeks go by and we don't have sex with each other, just know that there's cheating going on. Like I'm I, like, I'm telling you, <laughs> like there was a, there was a, there was a conversation. We had this conversation. Listen, if this length of time goes by where we're not having sex, just know I'm already like, this is what I'm, I'm already telling you. And this is what I'm doing. Wow. So there's, there's boundaries. Yeah. Just make sure that I'm getting knocked down. If three weeks go by and a man's not knocking you down there and you don't, nobody has any medical issues. Then you're giving me the green light no, to go no, do what I'm and I'm that but that was that was our contract. No. That was our contract. The day you took the vows. This is a very long The day you took the vows, the green light was gone. You're so you're like, going oh. three, four weeks without having sex with your partner? I mean without any medical issues or no like real issues on reason why you're not having sex it, with it's, each other. It's not right? ideal, but that also ain't the green light. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and for me it was. For me it was. I'm not going because there's no reason for it. There really is no reason unless you have a medical issue. You're depressed. There could be a reason for it though. There's there's always a reason for it, right? So especially if you have been doing it, right? There's something right. Short, right. Maybe you're not looking as hot as you used to look. Maybe you don't do the things you used to do, right? So there could be some mm-hmm. reason for it. You might need, just need to figure that out. But it ain't the green light. That's what it's not. Right. Right. That's that's what it wasn't for you. I'm just speaking for myself. What I'm saying is if it wasn't, if it wasn't did you say that on your wedding day? Did you say that when you were giving out your vows? You say uh (laughs) it was a conversation beforehand. It was a conversation beforehand. Yeah. That was that was a serious conversation that you had. Yeah, no, it was a it was a it was a real conversation. There's no there's really no unless you're sick, you're ill you know you're depressed or there's some real reason what other reason would there be well that's now, that's the and thing Corey's, and Corey's situation he's saying i'm no longer attracted to you yeah right i'm no longer attracted to you you're not looking as hot as you used to and so i'm not i'm physically not attracted to you that's a real concern like if you're no longer physically attracted to me and i'm a slob and I, you know i i got an older and there's some other things going on so you're no longer attracted to me that's also a conversation that needs to be had but there shouldn't be like this three week, four week, a month gap to where you guys are not intimate with each other without any medical or real reason. But if that's the reason, like if it if if the if there's a lack of attraction, then that's that's the reason. But that's okay. So if there's a lack if there's a lack of attraction between you and your husband or you and your wife or whoever, then there needs to be a real conversation. Y'all need to be yeah. separated. 
Yeah. Or you should be elsewhere. Hey, y'all don't have to separate. Wait, Damn, yeah. why are you being, why are you together? <laughs> but why are you together? So you're with somebody you're yeah, not you're attracted to. You're with someone that you're not attracted to at all. Currently, yeah. So it, it happens. People. Like, like yeah. marriage is for a lifetime. Like, right. we're going to go through a multitude of changes. Like, right. our bodies are going to change. Our minds are going to change. Right. But not, not being a, to where you're not attractive to where you can't have sex with the person. That's crazy. Maybe. Yes. Like you're so unattractive to where you can't have sex with the person. I think some people that fell off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, think fell off. I don't know. I didn't. I. I don't. It could be my bias, and maybe because it's just my lack of knowledge. But I just don't understand or haven't experienced that to have to be able to give input to that. But as a person that was married for 15 years, I can't imagine a scenario to where unless if if you say that I'm no longer attracted to you to where I can't even get aroused to have sex with you then we no longer need either we got to put a timeline on this and then we need to separate if months are going by to where we can't be physically intimate with each other and and, and think about what she said she's saying that if three weeks go by it's probably some infidelity if you're not attracted it's probably some infidelity because you still mm -hmm. have the need to have sex that's that's no, that's, that's not true but, but yeah. it's not it's not it's not a it's not a far-fetched assumption either if you put those two no. together it's not a far-fetched assumption, but it's not a fact. So, I mean... No, it's not I, a fact. I'm saying what's for me personally. So how long do you go without being a tr physically attracted to your partner and you're just in this relationship? So you it's just an you would have to step out. So you're in you an emotional relationship with no physical attraction to your partner? Well, you would have to ask You would have to ask the question, in, in your relationship, can that attraction come back? So right. So... If it, so if if it's a possibility that some things could change or you know he could do something different you could do something different and the, the spark comes back i mean because you i mean you i'm sure you're familiar you've been married you say you were married for 15 years the spark dies right so you got to do not things to, not sexually no i'm two years I, i'm a year and a half clean off of not sleeping with my husband that i haven't been married to for four years dick was never a problem i didn't like him as a person <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just yeah. got my sobriety coin, so it wasn't like that was never an issue. Yeah, but that's that's not the case in in, in most situations. And 15 years is a long time to be married, um, so it's it's great that y'all had that chemistry where the sex was a strong bond between you two. But in a lot of cases, marriages um, kind of go awry. And the sex goes down too. That's 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 a fact. Like the 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 frequency of sex decreases with marriage over time. So that's almost to be expected. So I've been married myself and I've gone long periods of time in my marriage without sex because of issues that were happening, you know? So, I mean, that didn't mean that I was ready to exit the marriage. We were still trying to work things through, but we weren't at a place where we were comfortable with having sex with each other. And I think that's okay. I, I, don't, I don't think that, no. that means that we had to get divorced in, in that instance or in that moment. Yeah, y'all think. That's not maybe my examples of marriage in the in the and unless people are not being truthful but like you know not to share anybody else's business but like i have a sister that's been married 20 plus years and i like sex was never like we talk openly and i don't think that sex was ever an in whatever disagreement they had in their marriage where sex was something that was withdrawn but i'm sure that it is ha i just i just can't see going 
a month or two months or three months with your partner to where and to a point where you just fall out of attraction with your partner because when you're in love with somebody it i can't see where it's it's emotional it's not just a physical thing so even if they gain weight or lose weight or whatever it may be right you're no longer aroused by the person so there's a difference between loving someone and being in love like you fall in and out of love throughout the course course. of a relationship absolutely you know if you're not in love with the person at the time but you still love them but there are challenges that you're being faced you know with in in that relationship sometimes you just don't feel that level of attraction to them in that moment. And that moment can last weeks. It could last months. You know, there are women that go through postpartum depression where their libido is totally withdrawn for months. And because of that, you know, they can't have right. sex. And tomorrow, you know, but, that's a, but that's a, that's a, a medical, um, or, yeah. that's a medical issue again. So that's a medical issue, which is an exemption. So if I had children, if there's a depression, if there's something physically or mentally that's keeping you from being that's different than just not having sex for a long period of time but sometimes people don't know sometimes people don't know that they're depressed sometimes women don't know that they're experiencing postpartum depression sometimes they can't really self-diagnose and all they know is they just don't want to have sex and to me i just feel like it should be respected in the dynamics of the, the relationship, especially if you're married, but questions should be asked and there should be a, a course of action in, in resolving whatever the issues are. So that way you can come back to that that union and that partnership with sex. But, um, you know, sex is not the the the, the, it's not the end all be all. But right. for how long should you be waiting for this correction? Yeah. And it depends. I Yeah, I just think it depends. <laughs> I put a time limit. Three weeks. That's Clearly. Just <laughs> Clearly. I'm like, oh, I mean, unless you have a medical, I mean, obviously, if there's medical and there weeks, was, that, that part if there was, there was, all others, there, that's gone. She like, could you yeah. imagine and, two weeks and, and there was days to more about to be out? The next out. Day she about out. I mean, now there was situations to where there was, you know, either me or my spouse had medical issues where, you know, okay, it might have extended well past that, but those are to be expected. Nobody's expecting for you to be doing things that you can't do or you're not in the emotional space to do. We understand that. But just saying no for the sake of no is not acceptable. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I think sex is very high on a totem pole when it comes to relationships. I think love should probably be a little bit lower, honestly. Lower than sex? Yeah, I think... um, honesty integrity respect sex i think love is like a should be a byproduct more than it is like the the captivator or why people are together right because you love a person and they'll beat you down family beat yeah. you down women stay because they love but they're not getting anything else but if they were getting no respect, respect, yeah. all this stuff right that's how a person can maintain and survive that love shit i mean i just think it's overrated i think i love tina Mm-hmm. And was beating the Snoop Dogg, sure. you know. That that was love. Yeah, that ain't love. Yeah, it, there was no respect. There was no respect at all. That yeah. there, there was no love. There's no way love will beat on you. Like there ain't yeah. no love in that. That's not how you there demonstrate love. It is if that's how you was taught to demonstrate. Right, love. that could be the way that you Who were taught, taught to you to beat on somebody to de- like. It could have been too. your family, it been your parents. It, it oh, don't yeah. matter. It does. It doesn't matter if you were raised that way. Innately, we still know right from wrong. So ain't nobody gonna tell me <laughs> that if you're raised to to beat, huh? It's not respectful. Wrong though. 
I, I couldn't hear you. Ham. How do you, how do you, how do you know right from wrong? Or organically, we we yeah. know no, what's she, right versus what wrong. See, that's wrong. the thing. You grow up in a construct that teaches you that 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 a husband doesn't hit his wife, right? But if you grow up in Islam, you can hit your wife, right? It literally says that, right? So in Islamic countries, their wives are fully fully clothed. They walk behind them and they can beat them and forsake sex with them if they do not listen. But we grew up in this construct under Christianity where it says that's wrong. Right? So that's are you saying that's right? I'm saying that you're saying it's right or wrong based on what you know. But I just gave you a very large populace, right? Where that is not the the norm is you can hit your woman. Just because it's not the just because it's the norm doesn't make it right. Well, it's not right, that's it's not right to us, right? It's not right to us. But it's not wrong. It's it's not wrong to them, right? That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's basically it's cultural. It is. <sighs> okay. Well, still, yeah. You there's no way you can tell me that um, beating on somebody can be a demonstration of love. Like you never right. a whooping right. going on? based on your experience. Ain't so no based yeah. on no experience. <laughs> right. well, there's, but there's some people. <laughs> it is because they're like I don't believe in hitting kids. Yeah. My kids never been hit ever. Like I don't believe in popping kids or you know what these kids are fresh popping in the I don't believe in that at all. Mm. But there's plenty of black people and probably some of y'all that believe in hitting kids. You know what? Mm. They're fresh. They out of they, they're out of pocket. I'm a whoop them. There's a no, it's not the same thing. There's a difference between reprimanding your child and beating on your spouse or partner. Those are two totally separate things. But if you can pop your kid in the mouth, why if you feel like it's okay to pop your kid in the mouth, why would it be any different from popping your spouse in the mouth? A kid who doesn't know anything and a uh, grown you person. shouldn't you put it you shouldn't pop anybody. No, 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 but listen to this. You shouldn't pop anybody. But listen, I feel you shouldn't hit anyone because they're a child. You can hit them. But but because they're a child, you should hit them. You shouldn't hit anybody. Say it again, though. Say that part again because I think it got lost. That you expect a child, a child to be able to be hit, and a child doesn't fully know anything. But a grown person who fully knows, you're saying it's not okay to hit them. But you can hit a child who's who's layman in a lot of subjects. Yeah. Hit, hit him in what kind of way though? You just hit a punch. Right. Head, I right? know. Like like mm -hmm. the, the, these are not even the same just, kind just of a little <laughs> but no no no. It could be something hand, simple. That my husband is if I'm in a marriage or or whatever, my husband's not gonna be able to slap me on the hand if I say something wrong. If I say something wrong, I shouldn't be able to get popped in the mouth, even if it's light. Would you want your spouse to pop you in the mouth if it's light? If you said something mm -hmm. out of pocket, that would still be uh, my spouse should not right. be able it's, to be like you talk it's, it's out of pocket. Wrong. It's it's wrong. But again, there's a difference between um, disciplining. That that's what it is. There's a difference between disciplining your child versus abusing your your partner or your right. significant other. As a grown person, so there should be. So if we just did the same level of discipline, by the law, a child to by an the adult, law is abusing the kid too. <laughs> yeah. So if you did the same level of disciplining that you do to a child to an adult, would you be okay with that? We don't discipline adults. And thank you. <laughs> All discipline means is to teach, right? Yeah. So, so you don't have to. Why do you have to, use... to teach them? You, you really don't. That's my that's my point again, exactly. You don't have to have discipline. That's just like the escalated step of discipline. After they didn't listen to the verbal cues, you, you talk to right. them. We getting, we getting so, off topic. To to Caddy's point, a demonstration of love is not abuse, but that doesn't mean Ike still didn't love Tina outside of him whooping her ass. Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> got to some, yeah. no, some women say I don't believe a man loves me unless he hits me. Like some people are really like programmed to believe. And that's, and that's exactly what it is. They've been programmed. It doesn't make yeah. it right. No, I just mean that that. that while he's putting physical hands on her, does he love her in that moment? No, I, I don't think so. So, that so you love that people in moments? Yes, but that doesn't mean that he didn't love her outside of abusing her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Interesting. Mean, always, okay. yeah. yeah. I think in marriage anyway, you fall in and out of love all the time. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and just on, on Corey's point, um, again, in different constructs, in Islam, the verse says, "You you talk to her first, then you don't have sex with her, and then you whoop her ass." So it's literally a sequence. I'm about of- to get off. We yeah, we been past because y'all about to piss me off. We had a healthy conversation <laughs> oh, for the past. No, <laughs> hey, man, hang it up. That's a wrap. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think it's very important to understand, right? Because we judge based on what we know. But you can look it up. Surah four and thirty four. Exactly what it says, right? It goes down the line. So I think it's very important to like consider all things, right? We think we're cultured and well-versed. So just be well-versed and be cultured, right? So, cause there's different strokes for different folks based on where you come up. I don't care what works for Muslim, Islam, uh, a Ramadan. There's no way you can tell me that whipping on a grown ass person is morally right. Like that, it, yeah. it there's we, no we, right. You should have hit nobody, period. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I agree because yeah. you can't discipline kids without whooping them too. Like they kids don't yeah. have to be. Um, you don't gotta hit people. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's slave mentality. It's in my opinion. It is. I, I mean it's it's a slave mentality. Yeah. No, it's not. Kids should be hit. That's what, that's what next person with no be. kids. Right. And when I get them though, they're getting hit. When I hit other not. <laughs> you everybody knows old dads don't hit their kids. Old they dad, yeah, I know. You be an old ass nigga with big kids. I, I got nieces and nephews. They don't get they get cussed out. They get hit. That don't count. Like that. that don't count. No, you don't. Your niece was working your ass. Sit down now. I threaten them with that belt all the time. Hell no. Hey man, dope conversation, man. Um, you know, I don't really fuck with Jerry Springer, but I do like one of the constructs he had on his show. Um, Master Corey. Damn. Um, I don't <laughs> know, man. Uh, good episode. Uh, shout out to everybody. I forgot. I forgot what the first topic was. I feel like I had something I wanted to say. Who knows? I'll bring it up next week. This is episode nine, man. You're a professional at this point. Hey, I know we didn't talk so much. I didn't forgot what the first uh two <laughs> What's up, Poop? Uh do what works for you. Uh keep your hands to yourself. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, pretty much the same. Like, you know, whatever floats your boat, do it. Um, manage your relationship within the realms of what works for the two of you and um god a beating abuse is not love okay anybody watching this <laughs> abuse is not love <laughs> well being in a dictatorship costs money <laughs> yes and sometimes you have to teach people how to love you the correct way yeah mm-hmm Build your benevolent monarchy. 
instead of a dictatorship, since that's a buzzword. Build your benevolent monarchy and communicate. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a proponent of do as thou will. I do not believe in that shit. We need much more guidance. You need to listen to somebody. Go get you a therapist or something. But us as a people, just doing what we want ain't working. All right, yeah. like, share, subscribe. This is risk. This, you know, I can't say that shit. Matter of fact, show myself in love. I'm getting better at it. Hey man, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll be back 9 a.m. on Saturday. You know what I mean? More dope topics. Um, if you got any ideas, email us, inbox us. You can hit us on Facebook, um, YouTube, so on and so forth. We out. Peace. All right.